0: Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. Excited to have you back. And hope you get your Bibles open as we continue to really dive into the benefits and the pleasure and so many other things in reading God's Word and also the mirror in which God is exposing in ourselves who we really are and helping us to deal with who we are and giving us the grace and the wisdom and the courage to deal with us. And so I I pray that this podcast does help you in all that and getting you into God's Word. And so here we are in Exodus chapter 12, and this is a huge chapter, Um, literally, (laughs) and and in so many other ways. So we're going to only cover... A portion of it today, uh, a small portion of it. So preparing for the Passover, remember chapter 11, was sort of an overview of a lot of things that's been going on and what's about to happen. Now we're going to get into the details, and there are a lot of details. But again, looking through, not getting theological as much as how do we read the Bible, practically speaking, in a way that is proper, that is glorifying to God, that helps us, edifies us, feeds us. And it's remembering that this is really the story of God. It's about God. And in that story is how God is restoring his people. It is, But it's not about making Moses or Aaron into a hero. Although they are heroes of the faith, But they are heroes of the faith because of a great and merciful God. So let's see what God is doing here. In chapter 12, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Now, tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to his father's houses, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month. When the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight, then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lentil of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs, they shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roast it its head with its legs and its inner parts, and you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover, for I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And all, and on all the God's little g, of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you. And on the households, or on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. And we're going to stop there. So stopping there at at the end of verse 13. So, wow, a lot there, right? But here's one of the things I was just now reading that. And I don't know how many times I've read through Exodus, but reading it uh, before I read it uh, for the podcast, it struck me on this occasion the readiness, if you will. So here's God giving them clear direction on what's going to happen clear direction on how to deal with it, even clear direction on how to be dressed and ready. So this is a, uh, you get your sandals on, your belt is tightened, you're ready, if you will, to dart out of the house and into action. Now, they're getting ready to leave, that's the big deal. But God puts in the details. he He's not ambiguous about how he wants us to live and how he wants us to be. And he does. He gives us details on how a person should act, how a person should pursue him, even how we should worship God, how we should love our neighbors, how we should love one another, how we should respect one another, how children should honor their parents and obey them, how parents, fathers should not Provoke their children to wrath. And so, so many more things. And they're not, it's not legalistic. It's not tons of rules. It's just, hey, here's how you should eat the sheep or the goat. Make sure you don't waste anything. And eat it ready to go because you're going. You're leaving. That's what's happening. Because when this is said and done, Pharaoh is going to let you go. So another way to look at that today for us born-again believers is we are free from sin. We are bought with the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, to live in freedom from sin. So we're, in essence, as Romans would put it, slaves to righteousness, slaves to the one who paid, up, paid for us, and that's Jesus. And because we're free from sin... We're able to walk in the high places. We're able to do great and mighty things with the Lord to build his kingdom. Not to build our kingdom, not to make us high and mighty, but to show how awesome and high and mighty and merciful and graceful the Lord God is. And we get to do that. And we should be ready to do that. Right? So putting on the full armor of God, if you will. So are you ready for all that God has for you? Are you expecting God to move in your life? He is doing a great work in our generation. And you can be a part of it or you can miss it. And so, you know, in Corinthians, he talks about the warm and the hot. What he's really saying is, I can use hot water. I can use Cold water I can't use warm water Cold water is great For drinking Refreshing Hot water is great For cooking Or soothing The sore body But warm water If I'm expecting Cold water I'm gonna It's like Oh yeah Or if I'm expecting Hot water It's like Oh Not warm enough Believers we, When we're doing God's will We're going to be What we need to be In other words You ever go into A bathroom Where maybe the Plumbing is backwards, so what you expect to be cold water is hot. What you expect to be hot water is cold, and it's it it surprises you because it's not what you expect. God says, "Here's what to expect, here's how to handle it, and here's why." Right, and so it's it's what we need. But here's what happens: we don't read God's word, so like oh John, I mean we can worship God however we want to. No, actually. That's not true. <laughs> God lays it out. Well, well John, we can, we can marry however we want to. No, that's not true. God lays it out. Well, John, we can be whatever we want to be. Well, no, that's not true. Because God lays out these things. He lays out family. He lays out the reality of biology, male and female. And so many other things, even laying out how the church ought to function, how how we confront one another, how we should, you know, we should love one another, but it doesn't mean, but do we still confront one another? Absolutely. Then there's a way to do it. And, and everything that we do, we should not violate the scriptures. Like we shouldn't violate things that say, don't gossip. Well, I was doing church discipline. No, you're gossiping. Gossip is wrong. Well, we're supposed to do church discipline, right? Well, yes, but there's a way to do church discipline. There's a way to work out that is good for your muscles, good for your body, right? There's good food to eat. But when you eat bad food or you exercise incorrectly, then there's consequences. And sometimes you don't feel those consequences. If you're young enough, you can get away with a lot. You can probably eat things that you can't eat when you get older. You can do things with your body, exercising, that you won't be able to do when you're older. Natural consequences. Well, there are spiritual and long-term consequences to people when they are spiritually mature, spiritually blind, spiritually led astray. And so here... We see in Exodus chapter 12, and just in the beginning here, just how super, super important it is that we pay attention to what God is telling us to do. And the only way, the only way that's gonna happen is by us reading God's word, right? So, just another example of why we should be in God's word as we look at this. So I hope this is good for you. This is a long podcast, I'm sorry. I may have started preaching there. My apologies. Anyway, I hope that it was beneficial to you that you are reading God's word. And let me know if you have any comments. Again, I'm not really sure how all this works, but I have heard from a few of you, but not necessarily through the world of podcasts, but through Facebook or even talking to me, to my face or calling me or texting me. So keep doing that. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.